The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. If you had faith as a seed, so he calls it a seed because a seed has a characteristic. What do you do with a seed? You plant it. See, he is saying, if you have faith that you're willing to plant. And then he said this, that you might say in the sycamine tree. Now, what are you planting? You're planting a new image. So you're going to speak a new image in you in the form of a seed. The seed is the word of God. Planting the heavens. All right, in Deuteronomy chapter 2, I'm going to start reading there and I'm going to progress through these scriptures. And when I give them to you, it's because I'm giving it to you so you can meditate these scriptures during your own time uh, because they are, all of them are relevant to what we're teaching on. Rise ye up, verse 24, rise ye up and take your journey and pass over the river Arnon. Behold, I have given into thy hand Zion, the Amorite king of Heshbon, and his land, begin to possess it and contend with him in battle. This day will I begin to put the dread of thee and the fear of thee upon the nations that are under the whole of heaven, who shall hear report of thee and shall tremble and be in anguish because of thee. So God's gonna have folks trembling because of you. Uh, let's go over to Joshua, now Joshua chapter one. And look at verse three. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. I want you to underline, that have I given unto you. He didn't say anything about selling or renting or leasing. He said, I'm going to give it to you. Next verse. From this wilderness and this Lebanon, even to the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be a coast. There shall not any man, say any man, Amen. be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor what? Forsake thee. So be strong and of good courage. Okay? All right, let's go all the way over to... Joshua 1 8, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that's written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Let's go over to Isaiah chapter 51. Hearken to me, ye that follow after righteousness, ye that seek the Lord, look unto the rock of which you are hewed, and to the hole of the pit which you are digged. Look unto Abraham, your father, and to Sarah that bear you. For I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. For the Lord shall comfort Zion. Zion symbolizing the church. He will comfort all her waste places and he will make her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found therein. Thanksgiving in the voice of melody. Let's go all the way down to verse 16. I have put my words in your mouth and I've covered you in the shadow of my hand that I may plant the heavens and lay the foundations of the earth and say unto Zion, thou art my people. 
Now, I know I'm reading a lot of scriptures, but just hang in there. Praise God. Let's go to Luke chapter 21, please. For these be the days of vengeance that all things which are written may be fulfilled. One of the things that happens um, as far as the church is concerned is that um, God wants us to fulfill the mandate that he gave to Adam. Jesus started it and the body of Christ is to fulfill it. Now Jesus did his part. He came, he read over in Luke chapter four, verse 18, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, sent me to heal the brokenhearted, preach deliverance to the captive, recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Now, he closed the book at that point, sat down and eyes of all them in synagogue were fastened on him. He began to say, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Now, that was the only part he used to fulfill. But there was some more to Isaiah 61. Now, I'm not going to go into it right now, but I want to let you know that's where the church picked up. It's called the days of the latter rain, of the latter rain. He calls it the day of vengeance over in Isaiah. I'll get there, I think. All right. Now, he says this mandate that we're to finish came out of Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and then 28. Now, let's look what he says. He's speaking about Adam. God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle and over all the earth and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Now, You've got dominion over creeps. And we'll, we'll, hopefully we'll get there in this here. Verse 28, and God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. So man's charge was to have, mankind's charge was to have dominion over the whole earth, say whole earth. And then he told him how to do it. He said he want, he blessed him first, empowered him for success. And then he said, be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion. All right. Now, this fruitful, this fruitful has to do with fruitful means to produce, produce. It means to bring forth. It means to, to make public. Uh, it means to create. So Adam was to create. And it should be that a part of your natural nature is to create. That new things come out of you as you work in whatever profession, whatever industry, whatever your calling is, that you'll be thinking of something new. As a matter of fact, the world needs you to think of something new because the problems that they have in the world are not going to be solved on the same level that they're dealing with them. That it's going to have to take somebody who's thinking of something on a higher plane, if you will, 
so that those problems can be solved. I call it a spiritual level, a natural problem being solved by a spiritual solution. Over in Mark chapter 4, verse 20, verse um, 35, when they were going over to the other side, notice a storm came up. And those were experienced fishermen, but they couldn't, they couldn't survive on that level. They couldn't uh, beat back that storm. They didn't have enough natural ability, experience, wisdom to get through that storm. But Jesus woke up and spoke to it. And so I'm saying that a lot of problems that we're having today take a spiritual solution. And you have that spiritual solution. Say amen to that. All right, so this idea of being fruitful to bring something forth. And what we said last time is one of the biggest reasons for poverty is the absence of self-production. One of the biggest reasons, no matter what country you might go to, um, you can produce, you can bring forth something. Inside of every believer is a production center. Inside of every believer is a production center. And it got there when you got born again that God put a whole kingdom inside of you. The whole kingdom. In Luke's gospel, I think chapter, uh, Luke chapter 12, verse 32 and 33, he said, fear not little flock for it's your father's good pleasure to give you what? The kingdom. Now you can put whole kingdom if you want to. Look at Luke's gospel chapter 17 and verse 20. The whole kingdom has come inside of you. He said, and when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered and, 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 and them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall you say low here, low there, Behold, the kingdom of God is where? Within you. Now, they weren't born again, so Jesus was speaking prophetically that this kingdom was coming inside of them. Now, what is this kingdom? It is, it is the government of God. It's the government of God. The government has come inside of you. The kingdom has come inside, the whole kingdom. In other words, See, when you, again, if you're here, then you take space because you've got a physical body. But if, 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 if that physical body, if that physical body goes away, all of the people can sit in one chair. <laughs> Boy, I don't, that's a stretch, isn't it? Okay. Uh, let me just say this. All right. There's a commonwealth in you. So everything's, everything's in you. It's not coming from way away in space somewhere. He put it in you, but he put it in spiritual form. And so now you have the ability to create something. Create means to bring forth. So you have the ability to bring something forth that is existing in heaven before it was for you. Here is Jesus Okay, he says, feed them. All right, now, 
John, let's take John. Well, no, 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 no. The Spirit of God just told me to take Matthew. Look at Matthew chapter 14, please. He says in verse 15, and when the evening was come, he said to them saying, this is a desert place and the time is now past. Uh, send the multitude away. This is disciples talking. Now send the multitude away that they may go into villages and buy themselves victuals or food. And Jesus said unto them, they did not depart. You feed them. You, just, you feed them. Now he's going to show them how they can operate. See, because you, you, you've got the kingdom in you. And, and it's a commonwealth. Look it up when you get home. It's a commonwealth. And in that, everything, all the provisions are in that kingdom. Say amen to that. Not only for you, but for anybody you might minister to. Are you with me? See, you're not going to the job to get rich. You're already rich. Think about it. You're not going to the doctor to get healed. You're already healed. Now, I'm not saying something that's not in the book here. See, when you were in a battle, the Bible says over in... Um, 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14, that you're in a battle now. You're in a battle. Now let's look and see what God said about your battle. Now thanks be unto God who sometimes causes us to win. He always causes us. This is what he said about you. So before you go into the battle, you know how you're going to come out. Now your job is to believe that. See, because none of this works if you don't believe it. You've got to believe or have revelation of what I'm talking about. I'm telling you, when God gives you that, now he takes you, you know, kind of a step at a time, but he wants to let you know that when he puts you in this world, he's not putting you here to beg. He, he, he's not putting you here to beg. He knows that everything that you'll possibly need, he's loaded in you. And if you want to see an inventory of what's in you, look in the Bible. And if it's not in the Bible, it's not in you and you don't need it. So I'm, I'm saying that all of this is there. So what I have to do is I have to bring this forth because he's not only got it for me, but he's also got me to meet the needs of the world. So I've got to plant the heavens. Now, what does he want to do? He wants the earth to be like what? Heaven. He's always wanted it that way and he'll want it that way until we leave here. So you and I are on a mission to be fruitful. Whatever is in us, in the kingdom, we're to bring forth and where things are in this earth that are destroying humanity, we're going to bring forth something that's going to bless humanity. So if I'm in another country, it doesn't make any difference what country I'm in. I can still bring forth anything I need to meet my needs. So he doesn't care how this mall looked when we bought it because it looked like a eyesore. It didn't make any difference, but God's got big plans for it. Say amen to that. And he has fixed this thing up so it looks totally different. Say amen to that. All right, let's, let's talk about you now. All right, what I said about the individual 
is Jesus spoke about it. Let's go over to, um, let's go over to uh, Matthew's gospel, chapter 15. Then came his disciples and they said unto him, Knoweth thou that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? And he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted shall be what? Root it up. And then he says, Let them alone, they be what? Blind, keep going, leaders of the blind, and blind lead the blind, what's going to happen? Everybody falls into the ditch. Okay. Every tree which my father has not planted shall be rooted up. So everybody comes in the kingdom, everybody comes in the church, everybody comes into the body of Christ, everybody comes in. We come in with all kinds of thoughts, all kinds of belief. Now you remember when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, they came in the wilderness and the next thing you know, Moses went up to pray, went up to meet with God and what did the children of Israel do while he was gone away from the camp? They made a what? A calf. Now they fashioned this calf. Now, where did they get this image from? Where? Egypt. They got it from slavery. All right? Now, my point to you is, is that Satan keeps his image in people so that he could keep control of the masses. And what he does is he builds an image in them. All right, let's just take, for example, the image of debt. So I think I explained before, I, I had a debt image. That's the way I was taught. Now, notice what he said in Matthew chapter 12 and 33. Either make the tree good or its fruit good, else make the tree corrupt or its fruit corrupt, for the tree is known by his what? Fruit. All right. Now, Jesus said, every tree in us that the Father has not planted is going to be rooted up. Now, why has he got to root it up? Because he knew that some of us brought a calf with us. He knew that. It, it, it's something that God does not appreciate. And so we brought a calf. Now, he's got to get that calf out of us without destroying us. So what happens is he's got plans to get it out. Now, look what he said about that. He says, either make the tree good or its fruit good, else make the tree corrupt or its fruit corrupt. For a tree is known by its fruit. So if I've got an apple fruit, what kind of tree is that? Apple. What kind of root is that? Apple. Come on, say, you can say it. All right. My point to you is, is that the, the root is going to match the fruit. And the root is normally unseen. The fruit is seen. It could be the fruit of your mouth. It could be the fruit of your actions, but it's, it's seen. And it comes from a root. So the enemy 
put seeds in us that root, that go down and grab the inside of us so it doesn't get out easily. And so sometimes people wonder, man, why can't I get rid of this? I say, are you confessing the word? Yeah. Well, it's taking time to get down to that root because that root that's in you is real deep. And so it's got to dig that thing all the way out. Are you with me here? See, don't give up because this fruitfulness is a law. It always works. Okay, so y'all looking at me like a calf with a new gate. All right, now, now watch, watch the same, sit with me. So when I say some things from the pulpit, I'm saying things that are sown as seed if you will receive it. See, if you will receive it, because a lot of people, they come to church just to see what other people got on. They, they don't come to church to get some of this roots, some of these bad trees out. They come to church to see what somebody got on. Or you look at, you know, looking for a man, uh, but a or, or woman or something. But they, they come looking for something. But they, they're not coming looking for the word. Let me just say it like that. Okay. Okay, now. All right, now. But I'm sowing the word. See, I've got evidence because I got people sending me pictures of new Mercedes they bought debt free. See, they bought everything. The debt was their way of life. Another one, several unit apartment buildings. They've made up their mind they're going to eat that seed. They've made up their mind that, wait a minute. I'm talking to the man of God and furthermore, it's working for him. <laughs> so I, I can't give you anything other than what's in me. So as, 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 so here, um, you take that seed and so I got to get this calf out of me. I got to get this tree out of me that doesn't supposed to be there. So Jesus preached on it again because some people had a tree of bitterness. Now I know you've heard this, but just stay here because I'm going further. And he said in Luke chapter 17 in verse five, he was talking again about a tree. He said this, and the apostles said to him, Lord, increase our faith. Now, the interesting part about that is one, People come up to me before and say, lay hands on me that I have, you know, more faith. I said, well, wait a minute. Let me lay hands on myself first. She said, more faith, more faith in the name of Jesus, more faith. So you can't get it like that. Then Jesus began to talk about the process of, of developing more faith. He said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say into the sycamine tree. So I can say this, if you had faith as a seed. So he calls it a seed because a seed has a characteristic. What do you do with a seed? You plant it. See, he's saying, if you have faith that you're willing to plant. And then he said this, that you might say in the sycamine tree. Now, what are you planting? You're planting a new image. So you're going to speak a new image in you in the form of a seed. The seed is the word of God. Well, praise God. Now, I trust that you enjoyed that teaching. Now, this teaching 
is powerful. It, this, this is it. I mean, if there's a granddaddy teaching, this is the one, you know, because it's centered around Genesis in chapter one and verse 28, be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it. I mean, that's still the mandate for every believer's life. That's what God wants us to do. Now, in that teaching, I brought out something. Now, now listen at this. You and I are on a mission to be fruitful. That is to produce something and bring forth heaven's answer for the world's problems. You and I are responsible for that. It, it's not the world. They, their problems are being created on a level that, that they need another level of solution to solve. And you've got it. Now, they try to bring forth some solutions, of course, and, but they have side effects. I mean, you can take this medicine, but when you do take it, now, understand, it might cause blindness or it might cause a kidney to fail, but just, you know, just go ahead and take it. Now, I'm not coming against that because that's all that people have had. But that's what God says when he tells you, be fruitful. He is saying, I'm going to give you an idea that you can have an answer with no side effects. And oh, by the way, it's going to bring you into the billion flow. Praise God. Uh, Not only billions of dollars, but billions of people will be affected by your idea. What a powerful teaching. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's called planting the heavens. It's a bundle. I've got two here together. want you to get them. Now, I'm not here just selling tapes and books and so forth. I'm here to let you know there are secrets. There are things that you even contain in you. There are, there are ideas you can get from God. Why? Because he wants you to be used to point people back to God. That's his whole thing. He wants his family back. And this is one way he's getting it done. He's going to use you to heal humanity and turn them back to God. It's called planting the heavens and seeding for the billion flow. Praise God. Isn't that powerful? Order it today. You'll be blessed. Well, this is Bill Winston saying we love you. And until next time, keep walking by faith. Today's series, Planning the Heavens, is available in its entirety on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. To order in the U.S., call 1-800-711-9327 or contact us online at BillWinston.org. In Canada, call us at 844-298-2900 or contact us online at BillWinston.ca. Want an additional resource to help you grow? Order Planting the Heavens Bundle, which includes the powerful Planting the Heavens two-part series and Dr. Winston's groundbreaking book, Seeding for the Billion Flow. This prophetic teaching bundle will guide you through the steps to manifesting the creative ideas that God has planted on the inside of you. You shall bear much fruit. Order your bundle today. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer.
Follow us on Periscope and Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.